Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Abisay Bayisa and Rachel Pierce. So in this case uh, that I was dealing with the other day, uh, the defendant is charged with three counts, bank robbery, felon in possession of a firearm, and then a 924C. Okay. So the defendant used the weapon during the robbery and also threatened the teller when she was slow to hand over the money. And so the caller is uh, asking, you know, not only how to apply the guidelines for the offenses, but, you know, what kind of grouping rules are implicated, if at all, and how does the 924C impact the guideline application? Well, 924C and 922G in bank robbery, it's like the trifecta of bad news. But um, we actually get this a lot, and I think some of it, there's a few things going on. Like Mm -hmm. one is how do you apply the guidelines and what guidelines are affected by nine by the conviction of a, of a 924C and then also grouping issues. Mm-hmm. So I want to put maybe 924C to the side for a second because mm-hmm. it's not, there's no guideline for 924C. We know there is a guideline and it tells you to apply, you know, the 5, 7, or 10. Right. Um, so we know if you had a if you were convicted of a bank robbery and a felon in possession mm-hmm. and you use the gun during the bank robbery, normally that would group under Rule C, right? Mm-hmm. Because you've got an enhancement under bank robbery for use of a weapon, mm-hmm. right? And then when you go to the gun guideline, 2K2.1, you've got the B6, which says, did you use this gun in connection with mm-hmm. another offense, right? So this is like your classic Rule C grouping. Right. But there's a few problems, and the biggest <laughs> one is 924C. Right. So even though 924C doesn't have a guideline associated with it because it's a mandatory minimum, we do have a guideline for 924C. Mm-hmm. And again, if you just read the guideline, all it tells you is apply your mandatory minimum. Right. But all the good stuff is in the application notes. As per usual. <laughs> um, as per usual. <laughs> so read the fine print. Right. Um, and what the application note in the the guideline, by the way, for 924C is 2K2.4. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the application notes, what it tells you is, okay, you're just going to apply the mandatory minimum. But the conviction of a 924C actually affects specific offense characteristics mm-hmm. that you're going to apply to some of the underlying offenses. Mm-hmm. And what it says is, okay, if you've got a 924C, you're not supposed to apply any weapons enhancement, right? Mm -hmm. So if you've got 924C and drugs, you would not apply the two-level enhancement for use of a gun. Mm -hmm. The idea is this five, seven, ten-year mandatory, that 924C already accounts for the conduct of having a gun in connection with an offense, right? right? right. That's the whole point of a 924C. Right. So it goes on to say... Well, not only would you not apply any weapons enhancements, so again, let's think of all the weapons enhancements we've got. We've got one in drugs. Mm -hmm. We've got one in robbery, Mm -hmm. right? Robbery has a weapons enhancement, Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, the number of levels sort of corresponds with what you did with the gun. Right. So you would not apply the weapons enhancement under 2B3.1B2, right? Mm -hmm. Because you've already got a 924C. 
Right. It goes on to say that you also, when you get to a felon in possession to 2K2.1, you do not apply that B6B in connection with. Mm -hmm. Same rationale. That 924C already takes into account the conduct of possessing a gun in connection with another offense. Right. And so with this in mind, you're going to still have to calculate the robbery guidelines and the felon in possession guidelines, but you're not going to apply the specific, specific offense characteristics related to possessing a gun in connection with other offenses. So typically this would be the C grouping. Right. But because of the 924C, we can't give these SOCs on the underlying, because of the underlying offenses right. and, the, and the specific instruction at 2K2.4. But does that mean we can't then group them still? You can still group them. Okay. And you should still group okay. them, right? Okay. The specific offense characteristics still exist. And true. you would have applied them. Correct. Absent a 924C. Right. And so the, you know, the point of grouping a robbery and a gun in our, in this particular instance, right, in this offense is because you've got a specific offense characteristic in one that embodies the conduct of another count. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you kind of still, you have that, and you kind of still have it. It's just sort of in the form of a 924C. Right. So it's because of the 924Cs, because we tell you don't add in these specific offense characteristics. But the conduct is still the same, right? The conduct that connects them is still the same, and it's still there. Right. Which would necessitate that C grouping. That's right. Okay. And so we would say you would still group them together. Now they would be, the offense levels might be lower mm -hmm. than you thought because you haven't applied certain specific offense characteristics. Right, right. But then you have to add on again that mandatory five, seven, or ten years, whatever is required under this particular 924C conviction. Mm -hmm. So that's how we would say you should do it. Um, I think the other wrinkle, Rachel, that I've seen a lot is people say, okay, I hear you. I know I have a 924C, so I can't apply a weapons enhancement. Mm -hmm. Like That's very clear in the application notes for 2K2.4. Mm -hmm. But people will call and say, but wait. Right. There's other conduct here because I think you told me that he threatened. Right. The teller. The threat of death. Right. That's that. I was actually going to ask you that. So. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. I know you are. <laughs> well, because it comes up a lot because people say, well, OK, maybe he wouldn't get the enhancement for, you know, brandishing uh -huh. or possession of a gun. But to be uh, 3.1 B2, that enhancement has a lot of things going it, it on. It does. It does. And one of the enhancements is threat of death. It's a two-level enhancement for threat of death. Mm -hmm. And so people will say, okay, well, can I give that two-level enhancement? Right, right. And we would say the answer is no, mm -hmm. right? Because 2B3.1B, that whole section right. is the weapons enhancement. It's, it's one package. One package. <laughs> and you don't parse it out. No. Right? And right. so you cannot apply that, that entire specific offense characteristic, all of B2 is out. Right. So it's all or nothing. It is. Right. And again, the idea being that whatever conduct you're trying to account for in that robbery guideline under 2B3.1B2 is already going to be accounted for in the mandatory minimum for the 924C. Right. Got it. This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk. 
Today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case. Thank you.